Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we've been airing a message entitled, Joshua the Father. Originally preached for Father's Day by Pastor DeMichael, its message nevertheless has great application for men, for parents, or for anyone in a position of authority all through the year. The Lord sets up Joshua as an ideal example of strong leadership, something we really need in this day and hour. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Joshua chapter 24, and I submit to you this morning, first of all, that Joshua had convictions. Verse 15, choose you this day. Number two, notice what else he says in verse 15. He says, but as for me and my house, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He not only had convictions, he had courage. He had courage. You know, if you're going to say for your family, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, you're going to face some opposition. I know because I've been around here for 22 years. There are men sitting in these seats this morning who have paid a price out on the job for their convictions and for being part of this church. You know what that takes? That takes courage. We've had men taken into, their, into the boss's office and the boss say to them, you can't read your Bible during break time, and you can't witness to anybody during lunch time, and if you do, you lose your job. And they had convictions and courage and did what God wanted them to do. I don't misunderstand. I'm not talking about guys that when they should be working, they're reading the Bible or witnessing to people and disrupting them when they're trying to work. I mean... When the other guys are playing poker and the other guys are reading books and the other guys are taking a nap during lunch, they have just as much a right to read their Bible or witness to somebody that wants to hear it as what the other guy's doing. That's the law. But the boss said, you do that, you're out of here. And they took God's side. You know what that takes? That takes courage. We had a man in this church about 15 years ago. Real good job. Had a real good job. Company called him in, said, we're moving you to Cleveland. He started checking around, couldn't find a good Bible-believing church where they wanted to move him. He said, I'm not moving to Cleveland. I'm going to have my family in a Bible-believing church. They said, well, then if you don't move to Cleveland in three months, you don't have a job. He stuck to his guns. You know what God did three months later? God gave that company a bunch of work for him so he could stay here and go to church. But you know what it took for him to tell the boss, I'm not going to Cleveland? It took courage. How many of you understand that takes courage? Because he had some convictions. He had some convictions. You're going to have to have courage at the job site. You're going to have to have courage among friends and neighbors and extended family. You know, most people are herd bound. They don't want to look different. You talk to the average person, oh, I'm an old man. 
you know, I'm my own man. But when you really get down to it, nobody wants to stick out. Nobody wants to look different. People are herd bound. You ever see a herd of cattle out in the field? They'll just be grazing along, and all of a sudden one will just start up and start running toward a fence and just stop. And all the other will look around, and they'll just run with them, and they'll all stop. I've had them do that. I've been standing by the fence. I've raised a few beef. And you'll get a, two, three of them out there, and uh, one will just up, and they'll run right toward, boom, stop, and then boom, boom, and they'll just all be looking at you like, well, what did we do this for? <laughs> <laughs> and people are herd bound. And you know what? It takes courage to step out and be different. You're going to get criticism from the extended family. You're going to get criticism from the neighbors. I think of Abraham versus Lot. You take a look at those two men. You look at the results of their leadership in their homes. The Bible says Lot pitched his tent towards Sodom. That's symbolic. That's symbolic for having a worldly lean. You know why i got to preach the way I preach sometimes? Because a lot of you come into church on a Sunday morning, and you're leaning left. You know what that's from? That's from all the television. That, that's from all your exposure to the media. You're leaning left. And i got to get you like this. Because I know during the week, you're going to get pushed this way. Lot pitches tent towards Sodom. Did you see what happened to his family? Say, ah, a little worldliness never hurt anybody. Really? You know what I noticed? And I'm old enough now, I'll be 50 this month. I'm going to tell you something right now. 40 never got my attention. 50's got my attention. 50 just, I mean, that's a half a century. That's old for a tree. <laughs> But we raised three kids, all three of them married, raising families now. And they're all in church, and I thank the Lord for that. But you know what I found out in raising kids? You have to train them into your good habits. But you know, when it comes to your bad habits, they'll never miss a one. <laughs> and here's what I found out. You veer a couple feet off the path, they take that, and they veer about five times further. Conviction. Sir, are you the policeman of the television set at your home? Are you the policeman of the internet at your home? Are you the policeman of the entertainment that your family digests? Or do you just leave it to everybody's tastes? Better question, how are your tastes? Sir, if your son needs a rebuke, do you leave it up to your wife to do it? Or do you take care of it? And may I pause to say this, man? Let your husband put the finishing touches on your son and make him a man. Amen. I've told you this before, but it bears repeating. My son never gave me any real big trouble. He never rebelled, went out in the world. But, you know, he's the son of Adam like anybody else. And there were some times I just had to, I just had to uh, dialogue with him sort of vigorously. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
And on one occasion, as we were dialoguing, I, I had a hold of his collar and his feet were about six inches <laughs> off the ground. And I remember one time I did that. He was about 18, 19 years old. And I just got done chewing him out in the garage. I, I, come, into the, I come into the kitchen, and I always hated doing that. I walked through the kitchen, and my wife's sitting there doing the dishes, and I said, I said, ah, oh, man, I, I, that's too hard on him. That's too hard on him. She's just sitting there doing, he needed it. <laughs> uh, sir, are you the fashion patrol for your daughter? You should be. Now, you should be getting help from mom. Let me tell you something, ma'am, and I, I know this ain't Mother's Day, but you got off easy on Mother's Day, so I'm going to give you a little bit. <laughs> But if your husband has got something to say about the way your daughter's going out the door, and he thinks there's something immodest about the way she's dressed, he shouldn't have to fight through you. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, lady, that if you encourage your, your daughter to dress seductively in any way, then one of two things is true. You, you got some pretty twisted motives, and I'm going to cut you some slack and say that couldn't be the case. Not if you go to this church. So I'm going to go to the second alternative. And the second alternative is you're just too far from youth to remember what it's really all about. And you better do some remembering. Can I give you a good definition of modesty? Modesty, young ladies... Moms, dads, is dress that draws attention to the face, not some other part of the body. What are you dads letting your girls go out like that for? Well, I can't do anything about it. I, I honestly, that, I don't even understand that. I can't do anything about that? Here, let me make it real simple for you. Honey, I love you, but you ain't living here and you ain't eating my food going out the door looking like that but see here's the problem I can give you that script but if you don't mean it she can tell do you have convictions does your family know you got some we want to thank you for being with us today it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you you've been listening to a message about the Bible character Joshua in this message entitled Joshua the father your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, gives us several reasons that made Joshua such a great leader and father. This message, which was originally a Father's Day message, is one that works the whole year round. It gives us the principles that make for good leadership. And as you've noticed as you look around at our society, we're experiencing a poor showing of leadership these days. Now, for the most of us, at least to one degree or another, we all have opportunities to lead. It might be at our job site, in a school setting, in our churches, or even in our homes as parents. But wherever it is, it is so important that we be the right kind of leader. If you'd like to order a CD of today's message, it's available for a suggested contribution of $5. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. And our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. 
We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.